welcome to The Intentional Family, a podcast about building a great family one day at a time. I am actually your co-host, Mike Schmitz. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rachel. Hi. Rachel's going to be the official host of this show, but since I'm the one who has some podcast experience, I said that I would open up and introduce the podcast for this first episode since you are a little bit nervous. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Not used to talking in a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You'll define. Uh, we want it to, in this first episode, just kind of talk a little bit about what you can expect from the podcast and kind of why we are doing this. Uh, we want to keep these episodes fairly short, about 30 minutes. Goal is to release them every other week at the moment. We'll see how that goes. As we are starting to record this, we are in the middle of a quarantine. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so this, in my mind, has kind of heightened the need for something like this. We've had a lot of people reach out to us and ask for advice on schooling from home. Everybody is homeschooling now, but we were doing it before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one of the things that's kind of stood out to me in the middle of all of this craziness that we find ourselves in is that this is either a really great time or it is a really frustrating time for a lot of people, depending on their perspective. We had a family meeting when this first started and we gathered everybody together and we said, this could be awesome or this could be really annoying. It's kind of up to you guys and the perspective that you have because life as we know it is going to change. Uh, the normal routines are gone. We are going to be spending a lot of time together. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing. We don't have to give in to the stereotypes and brothers are always fighting, stuff like that. We can choose to do this the right way and sow into these relationships and have a lot of fun together, but it's going to take some work. Uh, I do think, though, that it's kind of cool. Our pastor's been talking about how this is a period of reset, and how you can kind of establish new habits. Uh, one of the things in my coaching with people when it comes to productivity, usually people want to start with their morning routines. And usually the pushback I get when we talk about their morning routines is they just don't have the time. Well, most likely now you have the time. You maybe have some distractions at home, which we'll talk about how to how to manage those and some of the things that we've that we do. But uh, you have a blank canvas to some degree in order to create a new normal, and we want to help people do that intentionally. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, time like this really highlights um, possibly a lot of negative behaviors or mindsets within a family. Um, I know I've personally found out a lot about myself during this time being at home, not being able to leave, do the normal routine things, go to the gym, go to church, do sports, do music with the kids. Uh, so it's one of those things that can bring out the best, it can bring out the worst, but it's all in what we do with that. And that's what we want to do with the Intentional Family here with this podcast is take everything with a grain of salt and just look at it for what it is and always just try and improve the situation and to grow and to have this mindset of constant progress. Yep. We are big fans of the growth mindset, and we try to teach our kids to be lifelong learners. And that doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen by default. You have to change the way that you think and approach things in a certain way in order to benefit from the struggles and the obstacles. There is value in, in 
in encountering those things and solving those puzzles and overcoming those things because that takes you to a new level and as you discover that you can do things maybe you didn't think you could do previously, but you do have to be intentional about it. Uh, the word intentional, it's worth defining here at the beginning probably, is done on purpose, deliberate. Uh, some of the synonyms include calculated, conscious, intended, planned, meant, studied, knowing, willful, purposeful, done on purpose, premeditated, preplanned, or preconceived. So we want to share what we have learned about applying that perspective, that mindset to your family. And the family doesn't mean a husband, a wife, and five kids like we have necessarily. You can apply it to your family, how you, how you want to define family. But it's difficult enough trying to guide yourself and move your life in a positive direction. It's a lot more difficult when you have multiple people under one roof and you're trying to get them all to move in the same direction. We don't have this all figured out. I'll, I'll say that right now. But we do want to share some of the things that we've learned with the hope that this is going to help some people. Yes. And just to also affront share that a family doesn't necessarily have to involve children, but it's a group consisting of individuals living under one roof, usually with one leader or one head of household. Um, It's a group of people living together under the same convictions. And that's where intentional family comes in. Once you know what your intention is, once you know where you're going and you you have some common ground there, you can build on something. So Hopefully this will help bring clarity to you and your situation and what your purpose is as a family unit. Where are you going? Um, Begin with the end in mind. And so we just want to be a source of encouragement. We want to be a source of inspiration. Um, We want to be very transparent and just keep it real because, you know, like yesterday, some of the children woke up and they didn't want to do anything with school. <laughs> well, why do we have to do this? So, you know, there's good days, there's bad days. And then there's other days where they're half done before I'm even up making breakfast for them. So, you know, we just got to ebb and flow with each day, um, the nuances of people. You know, we're not robots, so we can't just, we're not mechanical. We don't always do things the same way. We don't always feel the same way. But if we all have a common purpose, if we all have a um, intentionality, then we can build on that together. Yeah, and one other thing I'll add to that is that what works for us may not exactly be what works for you. Kind of the way we've landed on some things that work for for us is that we have taken some of the things that we have heard and learned and made them our own. So I would challenge you as you listen to this to think about how you could do the same. We do know that this stuff works for us. Uh, Part of the reason that we knew we needed to do this, at least from my perspective, is that we have several of these things that we've done at our home. We have the pie charts. We have the family core values. We'll talk about those in different episodes, but they're all over our house. And frequently people will come over and they'll say, what's the deal with that? You know, and then we explain kind of the system that we created behind it. And usually the response is something like, oh, that's awesome. I want to do that for my family. And we say, yeah, go go ahead. ahead." (laughs) (laughs) So we want to get this out there. Hopefully this can reach 
a broader audience and you can think about how to apply this stuff for yourself. But we don't want to just keep it to ourselves. We want to share what we've learned. Uh, we want to be fellow travelers on this journey. Uh, parenting, like you said, Rachel, is a very difficult job. Yes. It can be a thankless job. <laughs> <Yes>. And uh, <laughs> you're not alone, even though sometimes it feels that way. Especially these days. Yep. Especially when you are alone currently. in your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's also kind of exciting, in my opinion, because I don't think there's ever been a better time to be thinking about these things where you, all, all you have is the, the people that are, are under your roof with you. Uh, that That is an opportunity to create uh, something very positive. You just have to have the right perspective. You can't look at it as, oh, we've lost all these freedoms and all these things we used to be able to do. You have to look at how can I do the best with what I have right now. Somebody said, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Well, there's lots of lemons laying around <laughs> right now, but uh, that can actually be a good thing if you figure out how to how to turn this for good. Yeah, so our big um, intention here is to teach what we know. We by no means know everything, and it changes from day to day based on what we face. And we have been given so much uh, in wisdom and um, just insight from different people, our parents, our pastors, other people in our lives. And we want to freely give back um, as we've received so freely. And we've learned a ton over the years, and um, we're constantly trying to tweak things and change things and grow things and get better at things and to not repeat the same negative patterns and so our hope is that you can um, just join us in this journey and we can do this together, that we break down any walls of comparison and all that that is running rampant with social media and different very impersonal forms of technology that we use to communicate now. But during this time, especially that we can all band together as parents, as families, as uh, maybe a single people even listening, that you can be your own family unit and um, live your life intentionally and have the end in mind. Yeah. So some of the things that we are going to cover in this podcast are going to be the systems that we have implemented ourselves for managing daily routines, for managing our family, like the family pie habit tracker that I mentioned earlier, the core values and things like that. We're going to share some tips and tricks that we have learned. Uh, don't like the term life hacks, but these are kind of small adjustments that have been successful for us. A big part of this is going to be us sharing our failures and the pitfalls. Got a couple of those. Yep. <laughs> uh, this is probably going to be the hardest part for us to share and record but I also think it's probably the most valuable part. We want people to be able to learn from our mistakes. So we want to be vulnerable, share our failures, like you said, keep it real. We do also want to share what has worked for us and some successes. And hopefully the goal there is that some of these things will, will work for you too. Uh, but the big thing that I would challenge everyone to think about before the next episode and really to adopt is this idea of constant 
progress. This is something our pastor preaches on frequently. It doesn't matter where you are right now. It doesn't matter what your family life is like right now. You can create a great home life. It may take some work to get there from where you are right now. That's okay. We just want you to have this mindset that it doesn't matter where you start. What matters is how you finish. And so every single episode, we're going to try and share some things. I would try to, I would challenge you to, to think of one thing, one action item, basically, that you can take away from it. I read a lot of books, and that's what I always challenge myself to do, is to find the action items for the things that I can apply to my life. And don't try to change everything at once. Just pick one thing at a time, but try to make those 1% improvements because those will add up exponentially in the long run. Absolutely. And with constant progress and having that growth mindset, um, as parents or the leader in your home, whatever that may be, for you, leading humbly and admitting when we mess up and asking for forgiveness as a, in, within our family, that will just create wonderful humans in your family, whether it's your children or grandchildren. And so um, just throwing out the old adage of, do as I say, not as I do. Let's just flip that around. Yep. Just how about you just follow my example because I'm going to try to lead a good example. And when I don't, I'm going to be transparent enough and be humble enough to admit it. Yeah, actually, let's unpack that a little bit because I've got an example that happened recently. Okay. <laughs> uh, the big thing, I think, uh, this seems to be a challenge, especially for men is to admit when you're wrong and to say you're sorry. Ah. And just the other day, at the beginning of this whole everybody being home thing, we were still trying to figure out some of the routines and things. And we've got systems for managing video games, and there were a couple of hiccups in that system. And I got frustrated, and I said something to our oldest son, Toby, while he was trying to get connected and play some games with some some of his friends, which they can't, they would normally see each other at a church. They, they couldn't. So this is important to him because it's how he connects socially to those people still. But I made a, a comment because I was very frustrated with how he was managing his video game time and extending the time. And it just, it just was not going well, but I definitely could have handled the situation better. I had to wait until he was done, and I basically sat and, and watched him for the last 15 minutes. I don't think I even told you this story. But uh, I sat and watched him because I wanted to be there as soon as he got done and he had a break that I could apologize for the way that I handled it. And I said, you know, that was wrong of me to say this. And he's, his response was very encouraging. It was it was balm to my soul. He he immediately was like, oh yeah, I knew you didn't didn't mean that. <laughs> I said, well, thank yeah. you, but still, I shouldn't yeah. have said that, and I'm sorry. Do you forgive me? Yeah. And uh, I firmly believe that the reason that he responded like that is because he's seen me do that before. Yeah. He's seen the pattern. He knows that's not like dad. Uh, whereas if I would have been too proud to say I'm sorry, then that's where there's a seed of resentment that can be planted and he starts to view everything that I tell him a little bit differently, a little bit more cynically. And it's not long before I don't have that platform in his life anymore, which is 
really something we've been trying for years to build. Absolutely. And let me just encourage any of you out there that if you have trouble asking for forgiveness, then that would be a great action item is to change the way you think about that because that's a big deal. And uh, if you're a believer, if we don't forgive, we won't be forgiven. And (laughs) um, also, please don't think that your children will, this whole thing will undermine your authority as a parent. Actually, it will greatly boost the respect in you that you would humble yourself and ask for forgiveness. And in that story, what I really liked too was because of the relationship we have built already, our oldest son already had given dad the benefit of the doubt when he made a mistake. He didn't think differently about him. Now that's what being an intentional family is, that we're building that relationship. So when we do mess up, it doesn't undermine the whole thing. We're not building our life on quicksand where there's a sinkhole and one hiccup and oh, down goes the family, down goes that person, down goes that relationship. Well, when we build our our family on the rock, on a firm foundation with the end in mind and have unity, then all those things that come up, all those hardships that may come, it just is a greater opportunity to fortify the family and build the family and become stronger and better. Yeah, and it requires that you think about what kind of family you want to build. What are your family values? What kind of relationship do you want to have with your kids? I remember it must have been four, maybe five years ago now, we were sitting at Tempest Coffee Collective. (laughs) Uh, We had gone away for an, an overnight and we spent the next morning drinking coffee and talking about what do we want our relationship with our kids to look like as they get older. And we put on that document that we wanted to be able to talk to them about the hard things. That was a big thing for me, I know, specifically, that when our boys got to high school, for example, that they would be able to, we would be welcomed into their world and we would be able to discuss difficult problems with them. Whereas a lot of kids in that that stage, they just, they turn inward because they don't, they didn't really want to talk about that kind of stuff with mom and dad. We wanted to be able to do that. And we worked backwards from there. We identified the things that we needed to be doing on a regular basis in order to build that platform so that we could speak into their lives when they got older. And that was really the the root, I think, of all of this stuff that we're going to be sharing in this podcast. But that's something that's worthwhile for every single person listening to, to do if you haven't done it already. Yeah, definitely. Um, So just to wrap this all up here, um, what we're looking forward to doing and spending time with you is about a 30-minute podcast every other week. And again, we just want to encourage you. We want to inspire you. And we want to walk in this journey with you. And so you don't feel alone. You don't feel isolated. But you know that there are lots and lots of people out there that are trying to make this work and they're trying to do the best they can with their own family. And you can find us at intentionalfamily.fm where we'll have our podcasts up and we'll have show notes and other resources as it comes along. We'll see how this all goes. And until next time, 
Join us in living life intentionally. 